Hey y'all, welcome back. Here we go again. Oh my gosh, this is I think my tenth episode. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling accomplished. I am no straight up. I'm feeling accomplished. Okay, I have a hard as hell time staying to something for so long. I can't even watch ten episodes out of a show. Um, I don't watch ten episodes out of a show, and yeah, so I feel pretty damn good. I feel pretty proud. But we're going to stay on the subject of what we were talking about last week, which last week, you remember, that I was talking about my weird relationship with food. And this weird relationship that I have with food is that I don't know when to stop eating it sometimes. And I know it's like, well, it's good. Feed your body when you're hungry. No, I mean, sometimes I get to the point where I will keep eating until I physically don't feel good. And then there's days where I don't eat that at all. You know, so it's not like a completely like out of control relationship. I know I'm getting better with it. Just like every day, I know that I'm getting better and I'm growing and I'm I'm changing and I try to show myself compassion with it. You know, it's not, I believe me, I could be far more in the thick of a really unhealthy relationship, but I'm working on it. Okay. But I still want to say on that subject of just my relationship with taking care of my body and another big part of my life. Because, you know, the binge eating is obviously a not so good part of my life. But I also have a really good part of my life when it comes to taking care of my body. And that's, I love to work out. And I love to work out and lift heavy as hell. And I love to work out and challenge my body. And I love to work out and see new muscles on myself. And, you know, hit PRs. And I, I love it. I love it all. And truly, it is what has helped me rationalize my yo-yo relationship with food. But I've also always felt kind of like I didn't belong in the gym. And I've talked about this a lot before because I feel like, you know, even 10 years ago, like I graduated high school 10 years ago, right? 2012. And back in 2012, back in 2008, 9, 10, 12, you know, there was only one way to be. And that was skinny. And I wish that there was far more inclusivity for girls like my size and even girls that were bigger or just not just women, men as well. I wish that there was more inclusivity with what was acceptable for a body type. But the reality is that it's never really been accepted in our society to be anything other than very skinny. Obviously, the last 10 years plus, or I don't know if it's been 10 years, probably I would say the last five, six years, we've become more accepting of other body types. And I love that. Maybe it's been 10 years. I don't know. What is time? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. But the point is, is that we are making progress with the body types that we are accepting and we're, you know, encouraging and welcoming, but there's still, I feel like there's underlying fat phobia that we have in our society. And, and I think it's wired in us and it's conditioned in us, especially as women. You know, I was somebody who was always very mid-size. And if you don't know what mid-size is, it's literally just the middle ground. You're not necessarily, you know, quote unquote fat, but you're not skinny either. And I've always been very mid-size. And, but when I was in high school and middle school, I got called fat all the time by asshole kids and, you know, asshole people. And I probably did it to other girls who were not fat at all. And, you know, just shit you just don't even think about when you're young and you're not even realizing what you're saying. But anyways, the point is, is that though I have a very healthy relationship with the gym, and though I like, really, I truly do, I like the way my body looks, 
Do I love every part of my body? No, but I like the way my body looks. I'm comfortable with myself, but I still struggle to feel like I'm somebody who belongs in the gym because I've accepted the fact that I'm midsize. I've accepted the fact that I really do enjoy food. And because I really do enjoy food, I might not ever be super skinny. Not that I want to be, but I, I would never, not that I don't not want to be either. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm trying not, I'm trying to keep in the middle so nobody gets their feelings hurt because I'm so sensitive, but for real, um, <laughs> you know, I'm accepting my body in all shapes and forms. Let's just say that. But I've struggled to feel like I belong in a gym space because as I said, we're still making progress there. And I can tell sometimes when I'm having conversations with people, people look at me and they're, I'm not somebody that you're going to say like, oh, this girl's in the gym all the time. You're not going to look at me and be like, hell yeah, I could see that. Sometimes people have told me that and they literally they have no idea what that means to me. But most of the time, whenever I'm talking to people about me being in the gym and me doing this, that, and the other, I see like the look in their eye of like, you know, they're, they're eyeing you, they're sizing you up. They're want, you know, they're looking at you like, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you go to the gym, you know, maybe you go and you walk on the treadmill and you do this, that, and the other, you know, maybe. And I though have become accepting of being mid-sized, now I have this struggle of like, well, I want to, I want you to be able to see the muscle in my body. I want you to be able to look at me and think that I look jacked, which is silly. That's kind of stupid, but it's my own struggles with myself and I'm just going to be honest about it. But even still, I want to talk about why it's important that we still just, you know, take up the space in the environment, even if we are not cookie cutter, what we think we should be or what we think society should have us as. My whole point is just to get you comfortable with your body type in the gym. Because again, as somebody like me, I struggle with it. I'm better with it as time goes on, but I still struggle like hell with it at times. And maybe this is for you. Maybe you feel this way. Maybe you don't. But for me, I could have like the worst body dysmorphia going on. But once I step into the gym, I'm fucking unstoppable. Like for real. I, when I, when I'm, once I'm in the gym, I'm like, mm, this, you have the nicest body that I've ever seen on anybody. You are fucking jacked. You are muscular. You are everything that you want to be. You are like the God complex that I get once I'm actually in the gym is just out of this world. So how do we fit in there? How do we fit in the space? Well, I'll tell you what. One, your body language is everything. It really is so important whenever you're trying to become more confident. I tell people all the time, like, I don't ever want to call people out when they're, you know, showing insecure body language, but often my entire life, I've always been told how confident I am and how intimidating, which I don't really like that, but you know, whatever. It's just what I've been told a lot of my life. And, and I really do think it's because I am somebody who just, I walk with my shoulders back. I walk around like, I'm meant to be there. And that's going to take some time if you're somebody who's very shy and timid. But I think that it's really, really important. Because again, when it was like cool, like everybody wanted to be less than 120 pounds. It didn't matter how tall you are. It didn't matter what. None of it mattered. It was just like, you want to be under a certain amount. And I've never been under a certain amount. I remember when I gave birth to Maya, I was 158 pounds. 158 pounds. And I cried about it. 
for so long because I, 158 pounds back then to me was like, oh my gosh, that's like, you know, you telling me the worst possible news. I, even though I was nine months pregnant, that's how fucked up society had us fucking thinking and what asshole kids had you thinking that any quote unquote scale actually mattered. Now for the last probably five years, I've been sitting pretty at 170, sitting pretty, looking damn good owning my shit and part of me owning my shit is having good body language especially as i said if you're a fellow mid-sized person you know or if you're anybody i don't i don't care what you look like but as i said trying to fit into the gym being mid-sized i feel like it's a little uncomfortable at times you know and i, I love that we're creating so many spaces for people of all shapes and sizes who go to the gym not just mid-sized not just people who are jacked not just you know, heavier people, all of it. Like I, I want all of us. We all deserve to be there. We all deserve to take up space. We all deserve to get in, take care of our body, regardless of how you look. But that doesn't necessarily always help us mentally. And it's not always helped me mentally by trying to feel comfortable, but I've still chose to walk in with my shoulders back, with my head up. I'm looking around. I'm not just, you know, getting out of the way because someone wants to like, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. Being a girl lifter in the gym for the last seven years, how many times, man, I'm going to call you out, I'm sorry, but have come up to me and be like, oh, are you done with that? Can I have that? Are you using this? When I'm clearly fucking using it. Yeah, move on. Oh, it is like, that is my biggest thing. And I feel like that can be very discouraging to people, especially, like you said, if people are looking at you and they're thinking like, well, she doesn't maybe work out that much anyways. No, fuck that. Take up your space. Do whatever you came to do to get it done and know that you deserve to be there, okay? Also, for me, something that has helped me, stop hiding yourself in your workout clothes. Like, workout clothes really do work, make a workout, okay? I don't care who you are. If you got a cute-ass workout outfit on or if you got something that makes you look good, you're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel like, hell yeah, I look good. I deserve to be here. I'm taking up this space. Like, own it. Own the workout clothes that you're wearing. Don't go to the gym in fucking baggy t-shirts and baggy shorts and expect you to look in the mirror while you're working out and feel good about yourself. No, it's not going to happen. Man, woman, I don't care who you are. Find some workout clothes that you feel confident in. Because, yeah, there's not every time you're going to, you know, especially like you know, there's been times I've worn, um, you know, sports bras and shit and I get to the gym and I'm like, oh my God, girl, you look so rolly. You look so, you look so, and I'm just going through all these things I don't like about myself. And then I get to working out and then I'm like, oh, actually you look pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you're looking even better. And I just go on and on. And then like by the end of it, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm so glad I wore this because now I can see my pump and I'm looking good and I'm feeling good. And I'm just talking about lifting here. Obviously, people move their body in different ways. I don't think it matters. I don't really know a lot of other ways people move their bodies. There's probably an endless amount of examples. Whatever you do to move your body, I think it's important that you feel good, look good while you're doing it. Just like they always say, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. I think it's important like that as well, that even if you're not comfortable with your body, dress for the body that you either want or that you hope to envision in your head, not the body that you currently think you have because you could be lying to yourself. All of that could be fake. You could be looking and wearing all these clothes that don't even look right on you and thinking, well, I have to wear this because I just look so terrible. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
I'm telling you, no, you don't. Because all again, I've had times where I've thought this was a mistake to wear this outfit. Why did I do this? And I will have somebody come up and give me a compliment and tell me they noticed my gains. And you know, and I'm just like, oh my God. Well, look at me. And here I was thinking that I needed to shy away from myself. You don't need to shy away from yourself. You need to own yourself for where you're at. What size you're at, where you're at in your own fitness journey. If you haven't even started your fitness journey, who cares? You know, I know it's easier for me to say because I've been in the gym for so long that, yeah, it's like, yeah, I've worked myself up to that confident self. But I've always been told the clothing that I wear is not appropriate for my body type. And it's always hilarious to me because I'm like, who the fuck are you to tell me that? If I feel good, like, you know, I don't want to call my mom out here. I love her. Bless her heart. You know, this isn't a shit on her. But I remember always wearing two-piece bathing suits throughout my whole teenage years. And she would tell me, like, you're so ballsy for wearing that. You're so brave. I can't believe you feel comfortable. And, like, <laughs> it wasn't nice. But, like, she just, I think in her mind it was, like, some somewhat of a compliment. Like, I was some ballsy person to be wearing this two-piece. But, like, really, it's like, I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to live and exist in my own body, okay, and be a mid-sized girl. And, ooh, it's been hard. It has been hard. Actually, I'll never forget this one time when I was in seventh grade. And I sat on this desk. It was like, you know, like the desk. Where it was like the one arm desk and you, like, you know, kind of rest over it. I sat in one of those desks. And I didn't even get to sit on it. Like, I was literally sitting on the end. I didn't even sit my ass on the desk. And the desk broke. And this kid yells across the room, Well, Cheyenne, you can't sit your fat ass on there. And I was in seventh grade. And that shit, dev like, I was so humiliated, so embarrassed. Couldn't even believe that, like, that it happened to me. And then I feel like ever since then. But again, back then, I was maybe 115 pounds. I was maybe in a size 3 I think I was even in a size one. So that's how fucked up they had our heads back then. That even being as little as you were, but because I had hips, because believe it or not, being in a size one or a three when you're in seventh grade was not it back then. Not, that's not how I felt, but that's just how it made us feel. That's how I always felt. You know, I could never borrow my friend's clothes. I could never do that because they were all a lot skinnier than me. And it's been, it's been a struggle, okay? But again, it's your body language. It's what you're wearing. And it's how you're talking to yourself. Talk to yourself better. Seriously, talk to yourself better. Be conscious of the things that you say to yourself. Because being a mid-sized person, being a heavier set person, being a super skinny person, and trying to fit into a space like the gym, you're going to have a lot of... In I don't even say you're trying to fit in because you fit in regardless. I'm just saying if you're telling yourself these things, like I've told myself those things, you're going to only do yourself damage when you're all, like just unconsciously speaking out loud about yourself and all the things that you don't like about yourself and how all this like how stupid and fat and this and ugly and skinny and all these things that negative things you need to say about yourself. Become conscious of it and stop it. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm not making it seem easy, but I'm telling you right now, cut the shit. Cut the shit out. Stop talking to yourself so poorly. You know, people can call me arrogant. People can call me cocky. People can tell me I'm full of myself. What's the alternative? Tell me. What is the alternative? Is the alternative that you want me to be empty with myself? You want me to look at myself and think that I, I don't deserve to be there, that I am not as worthy of being there? 
that I just, I need to sit back and shut up and be quiet? No. Hell no. Never me, never will be me. It used to bother me a lot when people would call me arrogant and cocky and this, that, and the other. Because one, I'm not arrogant. I'm made cocky? Yes, probably. (laughs) Arrogant? No. Do I have a slight lull? You know, do I walk the line sometimes? Maybe. But that doesn't matter. None of that matters, okay? Because I'm not. I just love myself enough to know. And I know that I had spent years beating myself up. And it's never gotten me anywhere. So, so the point is, we want to watch what we say to ourselves, watch how we talk to ourselves, dress ourselves up nice, feel good, carry yourself well, and I promise you, you'll start to feel like you take up more space. And that doesn't even just apply to the gym. That can apply to your workspace, too. I start, man, one of my old jobs, I don't remember what he said to me. Oh, it was like my first week there or something. And I was just walking back to my desk. He's like, you're walking like you own the place. And that wasn't the first time that I'd heard that. But it was, it threw me off because I was like, I was, I was literally just walking. But for me, I had practiced so long of, yeah, walking and, and, you know, talking, walking the talk, talking the walk, walking the talk, talk the talk, walk the walk. Okay. I was walking the walk, literally and figuratively. And I was just like, I told myself a long time ago, I'm going to start acting like I belong here. And I did. And I just felt like, usually, I always did it really intentionally. That time, I was literally just fucking walking. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I told myself for so long that this is the way I'm going to do it. And this is the way I've done it. And now look at me. Walking the walk. And feeling like I belong. So... It won't always be a hard, tedious task for you to tackle. It's not always going to be something that you feel like, God, this is a chore. I don't want to, like, fake it today. But you have to fake it sometimes. If you really want to start feeling like you belong, you really want to start taking up the space that you want to take up, you really want to start jumping into conversations that you should be a part of, especially that can go at work. You know, I've never, I've worked corporate jobs, but not, like, super high up corporate where I feel like I'm having, like, meetings day in and day out and I gotta like you know whatever I'm saying if you feel like you need to speak up about something speak up about something okay anyways well that's all I got for today that's my experience as being a mid-sized girly in the gym trying to feel like I belong the point is is that you belong so long as you know that you belong and you don't let the size or the number on the scale or anything deter you from still believing in yourself and from still taking up the space that you need to be and knowing that you don't know anybody's shit. For me, I always felt defensive whenever it was like somebody would question like if I actually work out or if, you know, I just fucking take a brick, brisk walk. And th- and then I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know, whatever. You don't see the hard work that I put in. You don't still so like, I don't know you shit. You know, something I'm struggling with. You know, I'm not struggling with. It's something I'm working on, but you know, we're getting there. We are getting there. So, cheers to episode 10. Here we are. Another one bites the dust. All right. I will talk to you very soon. Have a great one. If I didn't say it in my last episode, Merry Christmas. Okay. Bye.